Welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. I've raised the subject briefly a number of times pertaining to using non-traditional devices for recording, jamming, and live performance. Specifically, I mean devices designed to be used instead of our traditional amplifier, speaker cabinet, and even our pedal boards. Gearhounds at this point stop listening and start loading shotguns. So I'm going to ask your patience, and if you really hate this idea, then this episode is not for you. Do remember that I am the same guy with four 100-watt heads and the requisite cabs in my practice room, along with seven sub-100-watt amplifiers. In this regard, I'm hardly some kind of revolutionary. I love the sound of tube amps and the feel of air being pushed by a guitar or bass cabinet. They're wonderful things. But from a transportability and convenience perspective, they really aren't there. I would never consider anything else, however, unless the sound was as good. The Neural Quad Cortex is not the first device of its type that I've bought. My Kemper sounds as good, but it's larger. It requires more floor space. And while the layout is really nice, for me, the buttons and the display are a little small. I'm getting older, as all humans do, and I prefer the user interface of the Quad Cortex. The device is about half the size of my Kemper stage. Pretty close, in fact, to a Line 6, pretty close, in fact, to a Line 6 HX effects. So it can easily go in a backpack. It has 10-foot switches that self-assign when you're setting them up, but they're completely flexible to your choices, so you can reassign them as you wish. Each foot switch also includes, as part of its design, a premium-grade rotary potentiometer for making settings. For someone like me, who likes simple pedals for ease of use, the Quad Cortex delivers this more simply than any other device that I've tried or own in its type. One often worries about software-based gear. The Quad Cortex attaches to the Wi-Fi network, and you don't have to connect it to a computer to get updates. I fully appreciate that Neural does regular updates, and while each may have a bug fix included, they've always got feature enhancements and very often include new models and new functions. So, even though I've made the expense, I've got no real worries about being left behind in this digital world. It also has six unique CPUs, and the marketing materials say that you can run four independent instruments through it, all at the same time, each having their own unique settings. I've no need for this myself, and I've never tried it. But for those who do, that sounds pretty awesome. There's a huge library of user-created patches that folks, buyers, owners have made and share in the neural cloud that are profiles of different amplifiers and different speaker cabinets. Like the Kemper, the Quad Cortex is not only a playing and recording device, it is a true profiler. And in my opinion, albeit with limited experience on my part, building a profile is pretty darn easy. For those who aren't prepared to make their own profiles, in addition to the substantial user library, Neural keeps adding profiles with each update. I've done a number of blind comparisons for myself with recordings of real amplifier and cabinets and the profiles on the Quad Cortex and I can't tell which one is the actual amplifier. Now, maybe that's just me, so I've done the same process with other players who swear that they will always know the real amp, but the reality is their results have a 50% probability of being right, kind of like a coin flip. Many folks with very good ears and engineering and production skills came away surprised at just how good the sound of the Quad Cortex profiles can be. Oh, kid you, I've tried some profiles that didn't work out, I still respect the independent creators for making the effort, and perhaps the profiles do sound like their amplifiers, but they don't work for me. I've been that guy to play through half a dozen of the same Marshall head and find them all different, subtly different, 
but discernibly so. All sound like Marshalls, of course, and any one of them would be perfectly fine. Thus I say that while a profile may not sound precisely like your amp in your playing location, a good profile is going to be as good as a random selection of the same real amp and cabinet in the same locale. Earl says that there are over 50 amps in the box. Yes, that's true, and more each update, in fact. They say over a thousand IRs. As you may know, an IR is an impulse response file. It's what describes what the cabinet sounds like under load. A thousand? I haven't even tried counting. I find the IR that I like best for the amp profile that I'm using, and then I get to the point of doing the work. There is a risk of option paralysis in this area because of so many choices, but let's be clear, that's not an equipment problem. There are also over 70 effects in the box, and like all of these types of devices, they have allegorical names so as not to offend trademarks. But it's not hard to figure out the naming model. For example, if you were to hear the word chieftain, hmm, you might think of that as being the same as boss, right? You get my point. There are four balanced ins and outs, plus two send and return loops, and a USB port to connect to the computer where you can edit your presets and scenes that you make up if you don't want to do it right on the unit. Personally, I do all that stuff on the unit itself because the user interface is that good. Two ins and two outs are XLR balance lines, perfect for running to an interface or taking input from a microphone. There are also, of course, two TS, tip shield inputs, for regular instruments as well. There are two connections for TRS-based expression pedals, and if you choose to purchase the Mission-branded pedal built specifically for the Quad Cortex, that pedal can do dual duty for you. Mapping an expression pedal is incredibly simple, almost as easy as plugging one into a stomp box where the pedal is only supported for one parameter. Some of the foot switches on the unit do double duty, even triple duty, such as the two rightmost ones on the front that, if pressed and held, give you a massive, easily readable tuner. Or if you tap them together, we'll switch modes from preset to stomp to scene modes. Tap the lower one on its own, and you've got tap tempo. Tap the upper one, and you get bank down. And if you want bank up, well, there's a switch specifically for that as well. Now, if you don't want to play loud, the device, of course, has a headphone out for silent work. And if you do want to play loud, you'd of course use the outs to go not only to a recording interface, but to a mixing desk, to a PA, or even FRFR speakers. The device has its own power supply and requires AC power. Not surprising, that's just like amplifiers and pedalboard supplies. All the controls are heavy duty and super robust. There are folks who have felt that the foot switches are a bit too close together for a busy stage, and while I have not found this to be true for me, I encourage you to try for yourself. While I've not gone there personally, the Quad Cortex is also fully MIDI capable. My unit is sitting on a dual shelf table beside my recording desk, and I find it very usable as the way to match my guitar and bass sound without having to go plug in crazy in my DAW. For those who do all their work in a DAW, you may already know Neural as a supplier of higher-end, very focused plugins. 
Recording associates tell me that Neural's Soldano SLO100 plugin is the best out there for that amplifier and cabinet set. I don't own a Soldano. I've never played through a real one, so I couldn't make a value judgment. I do, however, have Soldano profiles on my Quad Cortex, and I like the sound a lot. But if you were recording the DAW, and that neural one is half as good as the UA amp plugins that I already own, then I'd submit to you it's probably a winner as well. I'm not suggesting that anyone chuck their existing amp and pedal board unless you're looking for great sound to free up a lot of space and incredible portability. There's a large number of well-respected musicians who for decades have depended on big amps and massive pedal boards, but have gone this route for ease of use, ease of transport, and quality of sound. So before you buy that next amplifier and cabinet rig, consider trying out a quad cortex. The only challenge might be finding one, as demand is outstripping supply at the time of this recording. As always, thanks very much for listening. And until next time, peace.